and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high. As always, I'm Mantis, and Brianna has a wart on her eye. I was going to say I had crabs on my eye. You took it. (laughs) You took it right from me. (laughs) And today, we'll be watching Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank is a dramedy written and directed by Oscar winner Alan Ball and stars Sophie Lillis and Marvel's own Paul Bettany. Before we get into the movie of the night, Brianna and I are going to give you our expectations for it and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Hello, hello, yes, I'm back. Hello, it's me, Marjo. Brianna, how are you? Please like and subscribe. Send to friends. Via uh, emails, SMS, and um, Periscope message. <laughs> okay, thank you. Share the show, like, and subscribe, and do the YouTube things. All right, Marjo, we're not on YouTube, so really appreciate it. Thanks. Brianna? Hello. How are you today? Um, besides the hive on my eye, uh, eh, doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm excited for today's movie, Uncle Frank. All right, so let's get into tidbits. You never know what you're going to get. Titties. I meant bits. Sorry. (laughs) Uncle Frank is a movie distributed by Amazon. You can find it on Amazon Prime as of November 25th. Shooting began in May of 2019 in Wilmington, North Carolina. Brianna, you know I love a movie shot in the South. North Carolina is not really the South, but that's okay. Well, it's the South. Yes, it is. It's below the Mason-Dixon line. Well, talk to people in Georgia and tell them you think North Carolina is the South. Okay, well... Uh, it premiered at Uncle Frank premiered at Sundance at the beginning of this year before the world ended. So there was actually a movie festival that happened where this actually premiered in 2020. Believe it you or know, not, you know I I read that and I was like, what? Did I miss it? Did did something happen or were we like were we already clenching our butts for COVID and that's why it kind of just blew right by me. Yeah, Sundance came and went. Nobody really gave a shit about it because the world was ending around us and we were kind of like, oh, what's happening? This is funny. This is cute. This is funny. We're going to be on lockdown <laughs> for like two weeks. This is going to be nothing. This is crazy. It's just going to be like a, a, like a month tops. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't be out of work for nine months. What? <laughs> I won't be working in a grocery store. It's fine. <laughs> so, so this movie was conceived by the writer of American Beauty, Alan Ball. Alan Ball also went on to do True Blood, and he also did Six Feet Under. I really like his work. He even said himself that it's kind of tough to watch American Beauty because of Kevin Spacey at this point, so I respect that. Um, He came up with this movie after he came out to his mother, right? And she said, well, I blame your father for this because I think he was that way, too. And so he always kind of felt like his dad was was gay because that's what his mom said. And then one time he went to a a state park with his mom and she mentioned how in the lake they were at her uh, her late husband's good, good friend drowned in it when he was when uh, when Alan Ball's father was 18 or 19. And so Alan Ball was always kind of obsessed with this idea that, you know, uh, a gay lover kind of kills himself and leaves the the lover to live with that for the rest of his life. So I don't know if that means there's a there's a there's a suicide in this movie. Um, But but who but that would that would be heart wrenching. So um, Paul Bettany 
received the script from Alan Ball and because uh, because Alan Ball thought he would be great for the role. Paul Bettany really liked it, but he was also kind of hesitant because he's older now and he's he's done the Marvel movies. He's got his money. So he's every role he takes, he's he's going to be really thoughtful about it. And he wants to to really um, not get not get shit on for the the work he takes on. Uh, so I respect this. Um, Alan Ball's partner, Peter MacDesey, co-stars alongside Bettany, the dude with the beard, Brianna, on the in the trailer. That's Paul. Um, Be- that's Alan. That's all. But Alan Ball's boyfriend. I was looking at a picture of him on IMDb, and either he grew his hair out, or he's wearing like a wig along with like eyebrow wigs because his eyebrows are very, very defined in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the the beard is very big and thick too. It's got to be. It's got to be some type of like prosthetic or something. Like that. The beard and his like hair, are just like they're they're yeah. really like. I think he's a bald. I think he's a bald man, but not in this movie. Hey, you know, if you got it, flaunt it. And not for nothing, but like, not a bad deal for him. Like, he's like, "Hey, I'm with Alan Ball, Oscar winner. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna act in this a little bit." He also produces it, so that's not that's that's pretty that's pretty good. They were they were repeatedly turned down by studios because they were told, uh, "End quote." The movie wouldn't make money. Uh, and that the market didn't need another gay indie. Are there a lot of gay indies? I don't know. I didn't think so, but apparently... I don't think the ho- there was either. Yeah, apparently in Hollywood there's too many gay indies. We don't need any more gay indies. Get it out of here. All right, well, I guess that movie with Kristen Stewart just came out for Christmas, but... Yeah, whatever. but that's... Come on. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's, there's been like that's a gay th- Christmas movie, not a like- gay indie. <laughs> At the time of this recording, Brianna, it has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb based on 2,300 reviews and a 78% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 90 reviews as well as an 87% audience score based on 118 reviews. And it has a 58% on Metacritic, but what the fuck does Metacritic know? Nothing. Nothing. Fuck Metacritic. Absolutely This movie has a great cast. Absolutely nothing. This movie has a great cast. You know who I'm excited for besides who? Steve Zahn? Who? Um, Margot Martindale and Stephen Root, both of Justified. Brianna's really crushing that season right now. Yep. They're both yep. in this movie, and it's like, yes. It's Judy Greer's in it. Yep. Like you said, Steve Zahn, Margot Martindale, Brianna. Like uh, she was, she's the gonna be the bad guy that comes up in Justified. That is amazing. Okay, we're in the spoiler-free zone. Why would you do that to the people? I already know that. I didn't say she's just a she's just a villain in one of the seasons of Justified. Go watch Justified if you haven't seen it. Stephen Root, yeah, she just like doesn't wear pants in that whole series. Yeah, <laughs> she I also wet. That, <laughs> I would love not to wear pants. Um, Margot Martindale's a nice kind of villain in Sneaky Pete, which is also on Amazon. If anyone watches that, I don't know if it's going to be continued, but I think there's like two or three seasons of it. I like it. She she slaps. That's all I got. I didn't really recognize anyone else outside of Judy Greer from Playing with Fire. <laughs> Your favorite movie? I hated that movie. About firemen? Wait, what, who was she? Oh, Judy Greer. The Smoke Greer. Jumpers? Yep, yep, yep. Poor Judy, Judy Greer. Judy Greer was the, the turtle scientist or something. The frog scientist. Judy Greer deserves better than that. And, and she deserves this movie. I hope she knocks it out of the park. Love Steve Zahn. God, he's not in enough things. 
he's underrated. Um, I think this is going to be a touching, a touching film, and I'm going to shed a tear. I think I don't cry, but if I did, I probably am gonna. Does that make sense? The little girl from It is in this. Sophie Lillis. She's also in I Am Not Okay With This on Netflix, and I watched that whole thing in like a day. How was that? It was pretty good. She plays like a hormonal teenager that can blow stuff up with her mind on accident. Oh, nice. But yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for Uncle Frank. I'm excited. I love me some Paul Bettany. I don't know who this Alan Balls guy is, but I like him too. Yeah, it's. it's it, <laughs> I, I'm I'm excited for it. Do you want to give us the the synopsis before I uh, while I pack up my bong here? Of course. In 1973, when Frank Bledsoe and his 18 year old niece Beth take a road trip from Manhattan to Creekville, South Carolina, for the family's patriarch's funeral, they're unexpectedly joined by Frank's lover, Waleed. That's scandalous. I did have to find out how to pronounce that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. I appreciate you doing your research. All right, everybody. I have my bong packed here. Please do the same. I'm going to pack in some airheads. <laughs> Me and Brianna are going to go watch this thing. We're going to eat some snacks. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to come back. We're going to give you our immediate hot takes. And then we're going to get into some spoilers. Ooh. Get ready, though. In three, two, one... And we're back. That movie was really that movie was really emotional. Not overly emotional. I didn't tear up like I thought I was going to. But a decent amount of emotion. I felt things. I felt shock. I felt awe. Brianna, how'd you feel? I thought that there was an appropriate amount of emotion. I did too. I did Nothing too. Nothing like I... super sappy. But it was deep. I liked it overall. I really enjoyed it, actually. I really liked it. Did you hear that, everybody? Brianna really liked it. And she paid attention. <laughs> this is the first movie we've seen in the last, like, four weeks that's actually really good. Or just mm -hmm. good in general. Um, incredible acting. Wow, let's go through the cast, Brianna. Paul Bettany did a fantastic job as Uncle Frank, but oh my god, he's the most toxic man in the entire world. Team Uncle Frank is toxic. Uncle Frank, yeah, hashtag Uncle Frank is toxic toxic as fuck hashtag uncle frank's dad is also fucking sucks ass yeah but he died so he got his Oof. whoa spoiler alert well no it, it's not because it's in the description that they go to the dad's funeral oh that's true um, <laughs> thanks for paying attention when i say it <laughs> in the beginning of the movie i got lots of creepy why won't you why won't my uncle fuck me vibes yeah you were the only one that felt those vibes <laughs> All right, that's fair. I just play along with it because I'm, like, concerned, but I also just, you know, I, I'm there. In my notes, I have love Uncle Frank, and then the very next note is Team Uncle Frank is toxic. So that's how the movie goes, pretty much. It's a roller coaster it takes, of emotion. Um, yeah, it takes a pretty sharp turn. You're like, okay, poor Frank. Like, he definitely seems like the victim the first, I don't know, 40 minutes of the movie. And you're like, oh, jeez, his family hates him. He's gay. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I don't know about Uncle Frank. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Uncle Frank anymore. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to discuss that one. We'll give you more on that in the spoiler zone. It, it, proper, like Bri like Brianna said, good amount of emotion, the right amount of emotion. It wasn't over the top, but it also kind of I don't know, kind of lingered at the end a little bit. I thought it could have been a little tighter. It wasn't it wasn't the most tight. It wasn't American Beauty, but uh, in terms of script tightness. Yeah, the last fifteen minutes kind of just like threw up all over the place. 
Yeah, the last 15 minutes, if they really could have just cut it off at a certain point, which we'll discuss in the spoiler zone, but it it just seemed like it it uh it meandered a little bit. But overall, the movie was really good. Hour and a half long, so decent. Not 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 too much not too much of your time taken up. It felt like it went by rather quick. Mm-hmm. Brianna pounded mm-hmm. a fucking Italian sub and some tater tots during the movie, and she was well done by the time that it was <laughs> over. Bus like that. Oh, oh, because you're not gonna you're not gonna hit me up in the middle of the movie and go. I'm so sorry, I ate too much, and I'm not gonna roast you on the podcast. That's just not gonna. That's just not, that's not the way it works around here. At where the fuck are the popcorn bags? You knew. I had a lot of like carbs and a lot of like cheese. Yeah, that's 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 the that's quarantine. That's the quarantine motto for me. I had a lot of carbs and a lot of cheese today, and a lot of like salted meats. <laughs> All right, but to the point, I thought the movie was really good. I'm giving it 37 out of 50 popcorn bags, Brianna, and yes, sir, I'm recommending it. That shit was really good. It's on Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, free watch. Definitely worth it to watch with uh, a friend or by yourself, really. Either way. What do you think, Brianna? I guess uh, you're giving your rating first, so that's cool. Um... I would give it a solid 41 out of 50 popcorn bags, and of course I would recommend it. Wow, I think that might be the highest review you've given so far. Uh... But okay, so good to know. Right now, we're going to take some time to get into the spoilers. Should I start saying it differently? This movie's kind of serious, so I should say, welcome to the spoiler zone. Right? Pinky out. Pinky's out. <laughs> Spoilers on the point in time of the show where me and Brianna are going to give a little bit more of a deep dive into the movie and give our favorite parts and our least favorite parts. Because at this point, you have our immediate reactions, you have some movie about the film, and you have a spoiler-free review that should entice you to go see the movie. Right now is where, if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to click away, go watch it, and then come back. But come back. If you go, if you go I'm going to click away right now because I want to see this movie because they just really did a really good job reviewing it. Come back and listen to the rest. Don't be a don't be a fucking cocksucker. I I see the stats. I see it. Right where we stop talking about the right where the spoiler free zone ends, people stop listening. Listen. Why? Because they they go, oh my god, these people did such a great job of selling me on the movie. Now I want to see it, and then they don't come back to finish it because it. Listen, I get it. We're so good at we're such great salesmen. But please come back and and listen to the whole the whole podcast. Either way. Well, I just want to give an update on my eye wart. It's gone because it was a hive. Okay, so yeah, you're not stressed out anymore. You've eaten, you've watched a movie, and you've been you've been sedated. <laughs> Brianna, favorite parts? Um, my favorite part, I really liked the whole movie. The um Wally, the Paul Bettany's boyfriend, has some like snappy one liners and I love him. He's fantastic in this movie. Team fucking Wally guys. Oh my god. He's mm-hmm. just the he uh uh, the guy who played him said in an interview that his inspiration for the character was his dog, just because he's so he's so like loyal and loving. And Wally is the ultimate partner. Like anybody mm-hmm. should strive to have a Wally in their life. I have a Wally in my life, and I'm very lucky too. I wish I just had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have both. You're living the dream. Wally's fantastic. My Wally's a female, but that's neither here nor there. I wish he had the beard Wally did. Oh, that guy's beard is great. She could put her hair on her face. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> uh, I thought... What What else did you think? 
Well, you want to like run your hands yeah, through right. your no. beard. <laughs> what else did you think? Um, beardler. I, I liked Wally's snappy one-liners. Um, the I didn't really have like one scene in particular that was my favorite. I did like just most of Wally's like sassy like comments because I I feel like I make some sassy comments. And um, yeah, I didn't have a particular favorite scene. I liked the whole film. There wasn't too much in my least favorite scenes either, or least favorite parts. How about that snappy one-liner from Wally that uh, Paul Bettany's like, are you the stupidest man alive? And Wally goes, well, I'm with you, aren't I? I was like, ooh. That was a pretty pretty 2020 burn, though. That wasn't a 70s burn. Fire. That might have been 70s, but you don't know. The gays in the 70s could have been... They could have invented it. Yeah, it's straight people lingo in the in twenty twenty. Kind of like how black people are like fifteen years ahead of white people. Like when people say it now, they like they're like, "Oh my god, that was so forty five years ago." Get yeah, those the, you straight people. Yeah, you heteros. Uh, there was a funny part where you find out that Wally's been following Paul Bettany and the niece to North or South Carolina from New York, and like Wally tries to like duck in his car when. Paul Bettany approaches it like you know how you would like if someone saw you, you'd be like oh shit duck yep and then when he finally gets to the window Wally pops up and he's like hello <laughs> he's like you forgot your razor and your favorite tie yeah and it was just like oh Wally you're so cute Wally's the fucking <laughs> sweetest thing in the entire world um, Wally takes a fucking clock to the face from oh, Paul Bettany like Paul a Bettany champ call- <laughs> Paul Bettany calls Wally he Paul Bettany's all shit face. That's why Uncle Frank's talks to fuck because he's just a drunk who he's a sad is, drunk. He's a sad drunk who's sad that he called a kid a f- when he was sixteen and that kid killed himself. And so now he just thinks about it for the rest of his life and he gets all drunk sometimes. And so he's all drunk and then he calls Wally a f- and then he punches him in the face. But Wally still goes after he him. Punches him, yeah. Like Wally Paul. still goes after him and tries to mend fences and be there for him because wally's the fucking goat of this movie sophia lillis wally's the patron saint of gays yes sophia lillis in this is very good too the girl from it she's fantastic um, she doesn't get as much like screen time as you think she does nope Nope, even but though she's kind of the main... It's called Uncle Frank, it's not called fucking Betty. Yeah, uh, she's kind of the main character. It's kind of like split main characters, to be honest with you. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting woven storyline. One of my favorite parts, Brianna, was Stephen Root's monologue about being being sent, being cast into the fires of hell after he caught Frank kissing. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had tears in his eyes. It was, a, it was fucking intense. I thought that was... I thought that was really that was really emotional. Um and then one of my other favorite parts was the aunt. What do they call her? Aunt Bro Aunt Bro? Aunt Butch. Aunt Dick Sucker. Oh, Aunt 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 ZJ. <laughs> aunt Butch. So Aunt Butch is talking to Betty. Betty's eighteen and she's staying in a motel with Frank right before <laughs> they right before they go to the funeral. And Aunt Butch goes, Aren't you worried about your reputation? And Betty's like, who is the the girl from it? Betty goes what who whom's would I be 
worried that my reputation is being tarnished in front of like i don't understand she goes men think about that kind of stuff they don't they don't like that i know from experience and she essentially just alluded to giving thousands of hand jobs in motels when she was young and it essentially just that's why she's an old maid that's why she has bursitis in her wrist in in the spiders in her hair (laughs) She, she had spiders in her hair at one point they show the spider and it was like scary as hell yeah it was a big spider Gave me some Home Alone vibes. Uh, once again, just want to say the acting was really so good. Everybody yeah, was, was great. There was no one that was bad. No, no. Everybody we mentioned in the beginning really knocked it out of the park. The small roles that they were given, it would have been nice to have expanded on some of those roles, but you, you can't have it all. Like it, it was pretty focused around Uncle Frank. The movie is called Uncle Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, but Paul Bettany did a fantastic job of making me feel several different ways about him through the movie which i mean i think that is just a mark of a good actor right like when you're watching a movie and they make you pissed off at them i think you're doing they're doing just as good a job as if they're if you're happy for them and this Mm -hmm. whole movie was just a roller coaster ride of of fantastic feelings um least favorite parts brianna did you have any okay it's so windy (laughs) i hear that (laughs) oh Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to end up in fucking Oz. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get tossed uh, 2 miles and then land on that Italian sub wrapper that you got laying in front of you right now. <laughs> I cleaned it up. I'm not gross. My room does smell like an Italian sub though. I want you guys to picture this image right now. Picture picture like a person wrapped up in a comforter. Kind of like sitting on a throne with an Ital- with Italian subs littered around them. That's what Brianna's doing right now. No, I did have a piece of bacon like on my arm. <laughs> yeah, not from two days ago. She didn't even have bacon no, today or it was yesterday. Not from two days ago. Shut up. <laughs> uh, okay. Least favorite parts, though. Let's yeah. focus. Yeah, let's focus. Um, least favorite parts. I understand why it was in there and why it was there for the story, but I really didn't like that kid, Bruce. Bruce can fuck off. Oh, yeah. Betty had a boyfriend in the beginning of the movie that tried to give Paul Bettany a ZJ of his own. And it was so disgusting. But Uncle Frank, that's at the point in time where Uncle Frank really shows you that he's a good character in this and you're going to root for him. And then he lets you down. But yeah, Bruce, that fucking fuck boy, uh, like leads on Betty and he's like, oh my God, like your uncle is Frank. He's a women's author's professor or something and betty oh sorry beth beth is like yeah like that's my uncle and he's like i'd love to meet him and then you find out that like he's just talking to beth because he wants to fucking fuck his uncle fuck her uncle Uncle frank's salami and you're like oh no and then you're like fuck bruce fuck that kid yeah fuck that kid i knew he was in for it as soon as he said we're gonna be spending a lot of time together like, all right, guy, like, whatever yeah. you say. And Beth, like, introduces Bruce as her boyfriend, and I was like, oh, that hurt. And I was like, I feel that girl. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been more landscapes on the road. Not enough landscape shots. Like, they said it was filmed in North Carolina. I loved the property that they shot on at the family home. And for it being shot in North Carolina, I thought I would see more than just, like, the singular road. There was really only, like, four places where they shot this movie. Right? Like, am I am I wrong? that not a lot of scenery in this. No, but I really liked the forest they kept going to and like the trees and how That's they were true. all spaced out really nicely. That was mm-hmm. nice. Then there was the creepy like creek 
with the, the dirty lake, water. The big lake with the dirty water. Yeah, it was dirty well, water. Well, they live lake. in Creekville. I thought it was a creek. Where the boy killed. Oh, yeah. Where the boy killed himself. Yeah, but that water was ugh, grody. You're going to get but cast goes- into the fires of hell, you f- <laughs> That's what he said. That's literally a line from the movie. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, he used a lot of gay slurs in that. And it was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, pump the brakes. We don't need to use them all at once. Alan Ball was going for it. He was feeling emotional. Alan Ball, yeah, he was he was in on that. He was just like, I fucking, I'm just like, I'm just going for it. It's my word. Take back the night. Um, other than that, though, I didn't really have any other least favorite parts. What about you? Ending was kind of squandered for me. Like, like I said in, yeah. in the in the spoiler free zone. That's <clears throat> after after Uncle Frank come kind of comes out of the closet forcefully. Uh, in front of his entire family, Uncle Frank decides to take off and get drunk. And uh, Beth and Wally think that he kills himself, but he really doesn't. And Wally and him make up. He decides that he's going to introduce him to his family. And everybody, they go back to the house and everybody's cool with it. Everybody's like, oh, it's fine. We knew, I knew this guy. I knew that guy. Yeah. And like the whole family's like, oh. Yeah, Aunt Butch calls uh, calls him a, a backwoods Barry or something like that. She's like, "There, you're not the only one. There's lots of backwoods Barrys out there." I was like, "Whoa, all right, that's a backwards Bobby." A backwards Bobby. I like backwards Back- Barry better. Backwards Bobby. Backward, a backwards Bobby or a backwoods Bobby. Backwards. Ba- I like backwards better. Yeah, I can tell. Back backwards Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it was just like 15 minutes of. I don't know. They 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 really could have just cut it off at like the when he hugs his brother and then he goes into the family and then they, you know, maybe they just hug in the kitchen and it just ends. I feel like that would have been a little more poignant. Yeah, than the definitely. actual ending itself. Uh, but other than that, I really don't have any more gripes about the film. I thought it was a really well acted movie, and direction wasn't anything special. Like I said, the scenery wasn't anything special, but the writing and the acting are really the stars of this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really, I guess now that you mention it, the ending was like, oh, okay, we get it. Like, because the mom is supposed to be like a saint, which she is. So you obviously know that she's going to accept Frank. She was just a little bit in shock that like, that was how the dad announced it in his will. I think that Mm -hmm. was a little alarming to her. Yeah. And then there's like the weird voiceover that the girl from It does. And it had like very standby me vibes. And I was like, oh. What else did you watch this week? Anything good? Brianna watched, uh, Brianna canceled her Netflix, so she watched The Queen's Gambit all in one day. Oh, wow. Did you like it? I loved it. I've I heard, I, it. I watched the first episode of that. I haven't gone back yet, but I really liked the first episode. It's like sex, drugs, and chess. That's sick, okay. <laughs> I watched Noelle for the first time from Disney+. Plus. Is that the one with Anna Kendrick? Yeah, it was actually really good. I she like says, Anna Kendrick. She, she says, oh my garland. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, it's about her and Paul Hader, and Paul Hader is uh, Santa because Santa dies, and he's his, he's the next in line. Who's Paul, Paul Hader? Oh, Paul. <laughs> I meant Bill Hader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it stars Bill Hader. <laughs> it stars Bill Hader, and he doesn't want to be Santa. And uh, essentially, Anna Kendrick is Santa. And she finds out through trials and tribulations. It's not the best thing in the entire world, but it was cute. It was cute. And I've also been watching a lot of uh, espresso videos on YouTube. Ooh, espresso season. Yeah, it's espresso season. I want to get one. I'm going to save up some some cash and then buy an espresso machine. Like, Are you going to so buy can... the one I have? Probably not. 
I think you should buy it. I don't know. Like, I didn't want to invest in, like, too nice of a one because I was like, what if I lose interest in it? And then what if I break it? Right. No, I'm not going to. That's not me. Uh, I wouldn't lose interest. in. If I was going to, if I'm going to buy it, um, it will be for a reason. So I'm not going to buy it right now. Put it that way. Oh, I pulled the trig. Once I got that stimulus check, I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brianna, let's get into the part of the show that we moved from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. Headlines? Headlines! Extra, extra, read all about it! Oh, well, let me open my little book. I closed it in a fit of rage. While you're opening that up, I just want to say that I saw that uh, Jennifer Lawrence's family farm burned down, and I was like, oh, man, that sucks. But what bothered me was the, it was from, like, comicbooks.com, and the article specifically said, X-Men star Jennifer Lawrence's family farm burns down. And I was like, X-Men star? That's such a weird way to describe Jennifer Lawrence. I think that everybody knows who that is by now. You could just say Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, she's one of But if it was from comicbooks.com, then yeah, they were probably referring to X-Men because that's a comic book. I, I, I know, but like, you just like, well, we have to report on this this fire that's burned down. How do we connect Jennifer Lawrence to comic books right now? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, she was fucking, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? R- Raven? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my headlines. Yeah. <clears throat> There's going to be a Coming to America sequel on Netflix, and Wesley Snipes is going to be in it. And I guess a lot of the original cast from the original Coming to America will also be in it. But oh, oh yeah, I feel like girl. we talk about Wesley Snipes a lot. Yeah, Wesley more Snipes. More than normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched Blade that one time. Uh, yeah, the Coming to America. It's called Coming to America. Oh, I get it. That's funny. I get that. <laughs> I I actually I actually have only seen Coming to America the first one once on Comedy Central when I was a kid. I really want to watch the original one in full before I see one. the second one. Yeah, the unedited one before I see the second the second one. So yeah, I feel like I only saw it when I was younger too. Ooh, rest in peace, Darth Vader, though, huh? Yeah. David Prowse. I didn't honestly. I didn't know he played Darth Vader. I didn't know who. I, I was like, oh, I I didn't know that was that guy's name. I thought it could have just been anybody. <laughs> yeah, when James Earl Jones dies, then I'll be distraught. Because that's iconic. But D- David Prowse, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Darth Vader. He doesn't even get the recognition like C-3PO and like R2-D2 get for being like real people. They're just like, oh yeah, and there's Darth Vader, I guess. Yeah, because the voice. He doesn't He doesn't <laughs> even use his own voice, you know what I mean? It's kind of like when... It's kind of like if one of the, the guys who plays Michael Myers or Jason dies. And you're going to be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't. I didn't. And you're didn't. like, oh... Yeah. But uh, everyone knows who Freddy Krueger is. That's not fair. Yes, yes because That's he fucking, he, he talks. It's all about Freddy Krueger. You need the personality. Um, speaking um, of person, speaking of personality, though, Godzilla. Oh my gosh, I have that down too. Godzilla yes. versus Kong. Yes, let's talk about that. Now, do you just have that it's coming out? No, I wanted to actually discuss like who would win. Oh, okay. Well, so first of all, I just want to discuss how... They fucking declined two hundred million from Netflix for distribution. Honestly, though, they're they're like I and HBO Max, so they think HBO Max is gonna pay more. I don't want to see Godzilla versus Kong at my house, though. I mean, but you're not gonna be able to. Let's be real. But that's like one. You know how you always talk about like I would never pay to see that movie because I'd want to see it in theaters. Yes. That's, I feel like that's one of them. No, I totally agree. I totally want, I, I totally hope by the time that, by the time that the world is over, we can go back to movies. 
Um, but I mean, in the meantime, look, Godzilla passing up two hundred million dollars is like that's fucking big news. You can pass up two hundred million dollars in this climate. You think Godzilla's gonna make that much money? That's bonkers. You're betting on a big horse there. Do you think Godzilla would win, or do you think Kong would win? Okay, I'm gonna be real with everybody. I have never seen a King Kong film in my life. Not even the one with Jack Black? No, it's probably because I'm Asian and I was always rooting for Godzilla. Brianna, shut up. You didn't even see the Jack Black King Kong? The Caucasian in me never saw it. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh my I didn't gosh, y'all. See the one with, uh, is, is that the same one with Brie Larson in it? Because I almost, in the Tom Hiddleston, I almost wanted to see that one. But like, I just, I never like sync up right with the time and like... Yes. Hashtag Brianna sucks, man. But I just this is what it is. Hashtag Brianna sucks. Get out and watch that movie. You have to watch that movie because when Godzilla and Kong come out, we're reviewing it on this fucking podcast. That is one hundred percent going to be something that we watch. You make me feel so bad for being honest. (laughs) (laughs) You have to watch them before we watch that. You got to watch the Peter Jackson one. And then, I mean, you should watch all of them. You should even watch the shitty one from 1912. I just like Godzilla. I want to watch a big monkey run around. (laughs) So do you think Godzilla's going to smoke King Kong? Because I do. I don't think he's going to smoke him, but I think Godzilla's going to win. Yeah, I think he's going to... I mean, he's fucking... He's just a... He's he's just a fucking monkey. He's not a radioactive lizard. Yeah, from what I know, um, King Kong does not have atomic breath. No, but he is supposed to be the biggest he's ever been at like 200 feet tall in this movie or something crazy like that. I did see that movie with um, The Rock in it where that big monkey comes out. Rampage. Yeah, I did see that. Rampage was good. Eh, not really good. I, sh- I should hold my tongue, bite my tongue on that one. Rampage was okay. Love The Rock, though. Rock is good. Love The Rock. Duanta Claus. Um, I liked that one. Uh, my other piece of headline is kind of small and short and sweet. Okay. But Mads Mik- Mikkelsen is replacing... I don't know if I said that right. I'm not fucking a Viking. Um, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen's replacing Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts. Was I, I just don't get Like We're on the third movie now in that series. And yeah, sure, you fired Johnny Depp because you guys are all pussies. But why bother? Like, why? I s- I saw that and I totally agree, one hundred percent. Like, not even, not even disagree a little bit. Why, why even? Why are we now, even having a third movie? Like, yeah, I'm a why big Harry Potter girl and like the Fantastic Beast series? I'm just like, oh, yawn. They the fir- I saw the first Fantastic Beast and I was like, because I, I liked Eddie Redmayne, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is okay. And then I didn't see the second one, and now I'm definitely not going to see the next one because I I stand Johnny Depp. They fucked him over. Uh, yeah, we I'm stand, protest. Yeah, we stand Johnny Depp here and where the fuck are the popcorn bags, just for the record. Um, Sorry, no reason, Mads, nothing against you. Yeah, but, no, re- but. no, nothing against you, Mads Mickelson, but like, come on, man. Like, they don't need to replace anybody. You could just nix the fucking movie. Just go make something else. How much you money could, could you like possibly make? You could make it like an animated series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love to see Fantastic Beasts, the third one, as like a Lego movie. Then it would be the best of both worlds for me. That's all I had for headlines. I'm pretty excited for Wonder Woman to come out. Wonder Woman's going to be good. Wonder Woman's going to be good. But before Wonder Woman, which we're watching for our Christmas episode or our, our New Year's episode, what are we watching next week, Brianna? Are we watching Fat Man? Is that what we said? Or are we watching Minari? 
Okay, I'm not watching that fucking bullshit movie. No, we're watching Minari. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you want to watch that fucking movie? It looks so good. Because I don't want to see like how sad Korean people are. No, we we just watched Uncle Frank. We have to watch Minari. Crying over their bulgogi. Okay, I just I don't want it. I don't want to see them. No, that is something we absolutely have to watch. I don't want to see tears and kimchi. I just don't want to know about it. Yeah, well, we're going to figure this one out. Uh, In the meantime, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Brianna, say goodbye to the beautiful people and let them know what they should do. Um, If you want, you can subscribe. If you want. I'm telling you right now, you better. Yeah, you better, better bitch. better be following us on Instagram, where the fuck are the popcorn bags without the you. You better be on our Twitter. Bam! You know, watching the two tweets that come out a year. Bam. <laughs> uh, maybe if you want to hit up our Discord, because this is a maybe. This isn't a demand. Maybe if you want to go on our Discord and look at the weird stuff that we post on there, go for it. And um, yeah, if you haven't already subscribed and rated us on any of the streaming platforms, you should. Or else you'll have nightmares tonight. And if you find us on Pandora, come back. If you listen to two of our episodes, come back. Listen to more. I know you like them. I don't even have Pandora. We're good, we're good personalities, right? We love you, though. Take care. Yeah, we still love you, even if you don't listen to our whole fucking episode. Big facts, big facts. Bye, everybody. Say bye, Brianna. Bye. Peace. Bye, Beans. Bye.